0: All right, welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan, and I'm Nick.
1: How's it going, man? (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't get me started. No, we're both having a hard, hard week right now. (laughs) I'm
0: tired and sore.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So, as usual, Carter Automotive Group tip of the week. Uh, this one was posted on Avant, so it's a perfect one to bring up. Uh, things are heating up. They've been heated up where you are a long time, Natasha. Our guest, Natasha Adams, is not in the studio, remote with us this week. But somebody asked, they were looking on a shelf, actually, at a picture of Griot Ceramic Pro <laughs> in the bottle. Not, <laughs> the, not the, the, the wax, not You're the spray. You're talking
0: about uh, the uh, application temperatures. That's
1: right. Well, okay. actually, I'm not. I'm talking about the, the storage temperature. Oh. Yeah. So that stuff can be stored at pretty much any temperature below, besides sub-freezing. And it's fine. But what it happens at heat, or even just sitting on a shelf for a while, is it all separates.
0: Oh. It's because okay. you have
1: friction modifiers, and then you have, because it's a wax, it has a little bit of, uh, I forget what they call Emulsifier, it. Emuls- yeah, there's what's it called? I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, the point being that I'm trying to make on this is that as they sit on the shelf for a while, if you don't use it for a while, it will separate, naturally. And that's fine. Don't worry about it. All you got to do is shake it up, give it a good shake, like a good minute, and then get it all back together, and it'll be fine. Uh, if you don't... <laughs> What happens is, is, if you like, for example, like use a foam cannon, it won't foam cannon. It'll just clog up your foam cannon with all that gunk. So you got to make sure everything is shaken up really, really well. But after it's shaken up, even if it looks weird on the shelf, it's totally fine. That's all there is to it.
0: I mean, you and I have had that where we've tried to use uh, f- f- soaps and foam cannons long soap. before we were with GRIOS, and, yeah. and it would it clogged it up yeah exactly. even with
1: a pressure washer it yeah. won't work you're like what's wrong with my foam cannon nothing it just needs to be shaken up a lot and just a uh, temperature changes do that more than anything they speed it up but that's it just shake it up good to go don't worry about it if it looks weird on the shelf it's, it's a totally fine product didn't do anything to it so agreed yeah easy tip of the week but a good one to forget if you think all your product went bad it didn't just give it a good shake or, so, you,
0: or you need to be using more product
1: yeah yeah exactly use it more often there's yeah. a good tip there and if you're an Avance uh, member, you get 10 off grills garage yeah so, uh, our guest this week is Natasha Adams, and Natasha's coming to us from California. She has a lot of great stories, some really cool cars, and before I get into that, I'm going to lead into this funny thing that happened. I posted it on Avance, but for our listeners, I, I saw Natasha's car as she joined Avance, and I was like, that's freaking awesome, and if you haven't seen her car, it's a very modified Lexus LS400 that's a modified, basically, like it looks like a pre-runner, off-roader. I'll let Natasha get into the mods and talk about that. But anyway, I'm sitting back and I was, I'm browsing TikTok, bored at night, and I found some new music, right? And so somebody plays this track in the background says, like, music you should know. And it was actually not from, it was from a band called Point North. And the song is Hammer. And I was listening to it and I was like, oh, that song's badass. I love this. But so I just made a YouTube playlist and I was like, I'll see what pops up because I liked that song. Well, I didn't realize at the time that song is actually a cover. Oh, It's a cover by a band named Nothing Nowhere. And so, naturally, in that playlist, Nothing Nowhere pops up. And what's the next song that comes up? A song called Nightmare, which is an awesome song. I was like, this is sweet, too. Loving this so playlist so story. far. <laughs> I know. I'm giving, the, I'm giving you the full story, audience. So, all of a sudden, I'm kicking back. I'm just, I love music videos. I love watching music videos. I always have. And all of a sudden, this car pops up. And to say Natasha's car is recognizable is an understatement. Yeah. and Slightly. It also had me very concerned that the AI overlords are really in my head and I probably have a chip <laughs> planted in here somewhere because I was like, wow, that's a he really interesting coincidence. Knows. Um, <laughs> yeah. So but sure enough, that was a hundred like it is unmistakably Natasha's car. And very cool to see the music video. Also check out Nothing Nowhere if you liked. Um think of like Maybe it's safe. If you're If you're our age, you can go way back. If you were a fan of. That old? Yeah. Oh. If you were a fan of Jimmy World in the 90s and then you liked Blake 182 and then you liked. Uh, you're old for two. I don't know. Sort of that newer pop punk. Okay. Then this is right up your alley. So, hey, one, is the, one of the best. I, ones don't, are-
0: I don't think in 200 and some episodes you've ever made a song recommendation. That's kind of interesting.
1: I, um, I mean, I get it, but. Yeah. Natasha's internet is weak. We'll work with that. Ooh, still no. recording audio I'm right Ooh. next to
2: the router too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still recording, don't worry about it. Um but uh yeah, so I love music. Check yeah. it out and see Natasha's car in that video. I thought it was really cool. So, anyway, Natasha, welcome to the show and how did your card end up in a music video? And welcome to Avance too. Yeah, welcome right. to Avance.
2: Thank you. Thank you guys. Um it, well when it comes to the music video, it was actually pretty funny because I had no idea who that was at when he when he actually messaged me. I had no idea who um, Nothing Nor was, which I guess that kind of goes with the name because I didn't know who he was <laughs> or where he came from. You know uh, nothing
0: about them? Yeah. Joseph guess, from Vermont. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, well, Vermont? there you go. Well, now I know. He's Red a VT. really nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, he, the guy that was doing his music video um, found me, found the car, and I guess showed it to him, and it was like an automatic for him, like, that's the car that we need. Don't know why. Um, I don't know if you saw in the music video, but they turned it from a Toyota to an. I think it was an Iota because they couldn't put Toyota in the in the video. um I think the funniest part of that music video, though, was when we were recording. It was during the day. It was great. It was like you know they were so surprised that they that I let them like stand on the car or even sit on the car. Like I, they were like, "Do you mind if we lean on the car?" And I was like you can stand on the hood you can stand on the roof I, I mean it's it's not a it's not at all a car that you need to be careful with but um it it took a little bit longer than i think we were expecting to and when we started the video he had these sunglasses on and so he had to keep these sunglasses on until the, into the night and he had to drive my car with the sunglasses on at night and we had to follow him in a van and all this stuff but he kept on saying, like, I can't see anything out of the car. <laughs> you know, like, and we're, we're driving.
0: I are your car. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're driving in, like, a – I mean, it wasn't, like, a busy neighborhood, but it was, you know, stop signs, people go, we go, people go. So it was, like, I'm sitting in this van watching this guy drive my car with sunglasses on at night. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, like – I mean, they probably care more about my car than I do, but I still don't want – them to hit you know it was, it was just funny i didn't care about curbs i just cared about other people
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah but he's, he was
0: a good guy Somebody, you just pull off the bottom of the iota and it goes back to a toyota and nobody knows it's the same car <laughs>
2: totally different car
0: so okay, let's let's go back a little bit and, and give us a description of the car. Like I said, we we're gonna post photos, but where did how did this come about? I mean, this this sort of Frankenstein, you know, sedan slash uh, there it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, there it is. I put it on the oh, screen for yeah. yeah. people watching.
0: So yeah.
2: it's a nineteen ninety LS four hundred. Um the first like it's the first gen, first Lexus that Toyota ever made, which is kind of the what began the joke of it. Um, cause it's a luxury car. And I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be a luxury car for that much longer. Um, it, it started off as my little cousin had it. He was actually going to lower it. So it kind of was an inside joke between him and I like, hey, you know, I'm going to do the opposite of what you wanted to do. You're going to sell me this car for $600 and it's, it's going to go down this route that you Don't did not up. expect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm glad he agreed to sell it to me because I don't think he was going to if he knew the details of what I was going to do. And then it kind of just, at first it was going to be a Gambler build, which I don't know if you guys know what the Gambler 500 is.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah.
2: Um, It was going to be that. And then I kind of like snowballed into this like, hey, this is actually really, really fun off-road and it's actually really, really capable. So... It's just the weight of the car itself, and once you get that momentum, it just hauls. And then uh, with a welded diff, you can get... I go on 4 by 4 trails with, like, no problem. Like, Toyotas have to turn on their, like, the crawl control. Like, tick, 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 all their buttons, and I'm just here with a welded diff and a Lexus, like, going up the same exact things that they're going up. Um,
0: you just don't hear that phrase, welded diff in a Lexus I every know. day. You're so like, you know. how'd you get up that throttle? throttle
2: out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all throttle. It's, all, it's, it's a lot of throttle control. It's a lot of double footing a lot of the time. But it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, the way that it, the idea really came from is I saw one. I actually saw a black lifted one from like a year before I even got one. And I was like, that's cool. It was on 29s and it was like... Simply like made. So, mm. it was it was little. It, it wasn't lifted, I would say. I would just say it had, like, all trains. And I was like, okay. And then I got mine, and I was like, well, I'm putting 31s on this. <laughs> and I'm going to put, like... It was trial and error, error but I've like beefed up everything that I could until the I just have the upper arms to do but I'm sure that's later when I talk about what's going on with the car but that's where it came from is literally just an inside joke with my cousin. Yeah.
1: I love the Ivan Stewart livery that you've got on that. It looks oh, awesome. Thank
2: you. I know yeah, that I that I think really set off a car with uh, the idea of it coming together and then the look that I was going for. So it's kind of like a Joke of the Ivan Stewart car, but at the same time, like, was a joke and now it's serious. So I'm trying to like transition it from haha to like, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Has, has Toyota and Lexus seen it?
2: Um, When I take it to the dealer, for I went for like, I didn't, I don't take it to the dealer for uh, service. I don't think they would touch it, but um, I take it for parts because for OEM, I go OEM and everything in the engine is OEM. Okay. So I, cause Lexus, it's so much happier if you give it OEM parts, no matter yeah. what, like just bite the bullet and buy it because I've put some aftermarket stuff before on other cars that, and it just, it's not even close. And I don't want to mess with this car cause it, I have air conditioning, <laughs> <laughs> like like it's still a luxury car very much on the inside and it purrs and it has no engine problems, it's got two hundred and like forty thousand miles.
1: Dang, that's impressive! So all that for it's the like. Way it's driven.
2: Yeah. Oh, for the way, it's insane. The only thing that I've ruined is the suspension multiple times. But the engine, I don't, I don't mess with it. I just, I'm a key, I might supercharge it, but only if I find one that. That's like a whole like few years of gathering parts to do something like that. But people have done it. The power would be nice because it's a turtle.
0: Oh yeah, I mean with tires are big. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You would have thought Lexus would have put better suspension for off road in in a a giant luxury car. (laughs) Just for the fact that, you know, somebody that bought that new would have being elderly driven off the road in it so i mean (laughs) it seems like that would work
1: well the car is awesome and it's uh your mechanical skills are no joke i mean you have you you run an actual women's off-road group that is no joke i've followed the page you guys do i mean as the name implies the group is called hardline ladies and it's hardcore off-roading i love watching the stuff like yeah you're no stranger to off-road you're no stranger to working on cars either um where did you so you from what I read, and I read the Car and Driver article as well. Yes, the, future, the car was featured in Car and Driver. You grew up working on cars with your dad, right?
2: No, actually, I had to like really ask him to teach me how to even. When I first got my car, I had to teach him how, or not teach him. He had to teach me how to put a tire on or a wheel onto the car, change all that stuff. Uh, when it came to simple stuff, when I was just starting, oil changes, brakes, and stuff, I learned from watching other people. So, because nobody in my family is really a car person at all. Um, I've really just watched other people. I've gotten some good friend groups that have given me tips with stuff. And then from there, I just started working on my cars myself. And I mean, I've, I mean, everybody has help. But when it comes to like learning and having the drive to learn about, hey, I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere and I need to fix this. I kind of needed that. And since learning the, um, like the basics, you can really see how things are put together once you learn the basics of, hey, nuts and bolts. And you see how everything's connected. You see all that. You learn what things are called. At first, when I was first learning how to work on cars, like I could tell you how to fix something, but I wouldn't know like, oh, that's called the tie rod. I would just say like, that's, mess up and that needs to be fixed and I would fix it, but I would be the person at O'Reilly's like, I need to see a picture of what you're talking about because I don't know what it's called.
1: Yeah.
2: or I would bring it in and I would say, This is the part that I need. Can you find what this is? And they sometimes they know what I was talking about, sometimes they don't. Now most of the time they don't know what I'm talking. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit higher in the level of like, hey, I know what it this is. is called now. But at the beginning it was like I could, I would know how it would be put together and I know, I would know the purpose of it on the car, but I wouldn't know the name of it. It's, it's very strange, but it it was a weird transition of like learning what parts were called.
0: Doohickeys.
1: Everything is a doohickey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) This is years ago, but (laughs) yeah. yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, that's. I don't, that's nothing weird about that. I think that's just normal. When you don't have somebody over your shoulder your whole life saying, this is this, this is this, this works this way. Like you got to figure it out yourself. And until, I mean, if you don't have like a real mentor, there or mechanics you can go talk to. I mean, that's, that's awesome. You figured it out on your own. Yeah. Um, tell us about Hardline Ladies though, the group that you started or oh, run basically.
2: Love it. Dude. So it, I started that at the beginning of the, well, I think 2021 actually. So a oh, year, wow. year into the pandemic. Yeah. It was, it's all, it's pretty new actually. Um, so it kind of started as, well, the reason why I started is because when I started going more and deeper into the off-road scene, I would, I realized that it was mainly all guys and all the girls that I would see out there doing pretty much the same thing that they're doing. They would all kind of like, turn their heads or say like, oh, I can do that line or, well, it's just, just kind of negative stuff. They would never hype her up, um, including myself. Like, I mean, I have this off-road Lexus. So all these guys were like, that's dumb. <laughs> so,
0: but you is, know. It's, it's, it's wrong. <laughs> you just yeah, going, to go right in it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's like, I, I made the group because I was inspired by an off, no, well, a uh, dirt biking group that, um, well, mountain biking, not dirt biking, not, not the motorcycles, but, um, my friend had a group that was all girls doing that. And I was like, wow, that's actually like really great. Because for one, it was kind it's kind of hard to find girls that are into what you're into. Like even for me to find friends that are mechanically inclined or at least super down to Put themselves or their cars in danger is not an easy task. I mean, it's like a rarity to find somebody like that. So, and even like, I mean, I'm sure guys think that, but I mean, as a girl, it's hard for girls to find friends that are like that. So, I started the group. At the beginning, it was like maybe three other people that came out with me, Mm -hmm. and it was I didn't I knew one of them. Two others were like new and ever since that, those two people have continued to come to each event, and then more people would come, and I would become, then there's, like, there's at least five regulars now that come out to the events, it's great, but it's, it's really to create an environment, I don't want to say, like, a safe space, because we are kind of bullying each other in a way, but (laughs) we're all kind of like, come on, you can do it, you know, but it's really to, like, hype up the girls that they really want to do something but they have nobody to go and do it with that they yeah. don't like we want to create a comfortable place that like they can explain how they're feeling they can explain why this is hard or why they don't want to do like it with guys because it's it, it's hard it's really hard to explain the like tension that is created when you go with a group of guys and you're the only girl because mm-hmm. it's an automatic, like, oh, they're going to think of you lower than you actually are, or you're a beginner, and they're really going to point that out to you that you're a beginner. So, go ahead.
1: I was going to say we had uh, on our show a little back, well, about a little while back, if I can speak, Karen Sapagio <laughs> <Karen's laughs> and she is a, a race car driver, and yeah. she has uh, she races a Ford Daytona, uh, is Physi- factory five? Yes. Yeah, and one of the things she said is like. Even though she's she's raced, she's successful. If she crashes, nobody remembers the fact the other hundred races she won. It's mm-hmm. she's the girl on the track that crashed, and yep. that sucks because it's like if you race, you crash. That's part of it. But mm-hmm. you know, even if she's not driving, she's a team, and she'll trade off drivers. If they crash, it's her car that crashed, and it's the first thing anybody's going to point out, and that's hard. That's hard to deal with. Avance does a a, a ladies off road day that is. This last one was completely sold out. It was packed and it was awesome. And it was, all the women had a great time, but it's a totally different environment than when when we have a mixed off-road day. And we have a lot of them.
0: Yeah. We weren't allowed to talk. It was nice. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. We just showed up. It was
1: nice. Um, We really enjoyed it, but you could tell the energy was totally different. Like they're having fun. They're cheering each other on. Like we've talked about that at length on here, that it really is important to enroll other women to do this stuff with you.
0: Well, and Karen brought up a very good point on, on that episode about the fact of just inviting women out to do things. Because yeah. some people are just afraid to be out there. Are you guys helping each other? Obviously, wrench on the cars, too. You're not just going out and beating the crap out of them? Like, you're doing stuff like that?
2: A little bit. Some Most of the time, um, luckily, so far, nobody has really had any, like, need for a trail fix. So nobody has really broken anything yet. Um, this past weekend, we went to um, Gold Mountain in Big Bear. And that was probably one of the hardest trails that I've done with the group. Um, which I don't know if you know what gold mountain is, but it's like, yep. it's like a four by four Jeep trail in big bear. So it's, um, I don't think the girls were expecting it to be that hard. Cause the way that I was explaining it for me, it's not, you know, but, um, I, they really did. I, I did put them in a very challenging spot and I n- knew that three of them hadn't been on a trail like that, even close to that, but it was I knew that their vehicles were capable of it, so I wouldn't have taken them if, they're, if I thought their vehicles couldn't do it, but I knew that they could, because they had a, what is it, like a GX470 Lexus?
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: Totally I saw that fine. on your Instagram. The Lifted. silver one on your Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a silver one and a black one,
0: Yeah.
1: and they
2: were both new to the group. They're uh, Well, the black one had been out before with us once, but the silver one was totally new. like stranger danger don't know any of us and um oh they did so good and i was so happy for them and the best part of that is that one of the hardest parts on that trail um we actually passed the dirt nation guys which is like a big off-road group like i think they're from california but Mm -hmm. um we, they let us pass because we were all waiting for them, and all of us like just hauled up the huge obstacle with no problem. Only one girl had like a little bit of an issue, and she just kept on it. She didn't give up. She didn't complain. She just kept like doing exactly... I spotted her. Um, my other teammate spotted her, and then one of the guys from Dirt Nation tried to spot her because... He thought of a line and I was like, yeah, sure. If you really want to, you can. Because we were to the point that um, it it was more of a driver thing than it was the obstacle itself. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. a huge learning curve. And she did it. And everybody was like, once she got over it, everybody like was so happy. And you're just yelling and saying, yeah, you did it. And it was just great because she didn't give up. She didn't get frustrated. She didn't, like, say, like, I want to take another line. She kept, like, trying to get up this thing, and it was, she did it. And it was, I told her, because some people were telling me, just winch her up, just winch her up, up and over. And I was like, no, she has to do it. Because if she doesn't do it, then she won't take a trail like this ever again. And now that she did it, and they all did it, those two Lexus are a lot more comfortable with their cars. They both, when we got back to camp, they were so happy and so excited that they did it. And they were like, "I didn't know my cars could do something like that." And I was like, "Yeah, it's just seat time. It's experience driving stuff like that and learning your car." And they were so happy, and it makes me happy that they're happy. So it's great. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it shows a lot of joy. And congratulations to her for doing that. And you know, and yeah. for you for creating that group because I think that's important. We've talked about that a lot in our past episodes. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. finding a bunch of car dudes to hang out and go do this stuff is pretty easy, and that can be. Uh, for the most part, I would say I used to. I used to say that's kind of toxic in, for new women to the group because I've seen that growing up in a small hick town. But that's not really the case with Avant stuff. Um, it really isn't. Like we have a ton of women members in the group, and they are hardcore off roaders, hardcore track drivers. Nobody has any. Most right of the time, to- they're leading off road. Yeah, I was going to say but, and stuff like that. Yeah, like, okay, same. you go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'll wait here and see how you do it. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah like
0: two. Watch.
2: Two of the groups that we ran into besides the Dirt Nation guys when they passed us, they were like, wow, I've never seen a whole group of girls, or I've never, like, there's a lot of girls on, in your, in your pack, (laughs) yeah, and I was like, well, yeah, we're a group, like, because I guess it's, it's a rarity to see all girls, at least there's, like, maybe two or one guy, but it was all girls, and that's kind of the point, but I, I do allow, like, um, because some girls, you know, they want a passenger, and sometimes they bring their boyfriends or their friends as a guy. But I told them they can't drive. They can be your passenger. They can be there for support. And they can support you. But you have to drive. So that's kind of the the thing that, with that. Actually.
0: Yeah. Just drive along and be like, hey, whatever
1: yeah. you need, I'm here to help. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. Pass me the snacks. Pass me the water. And that's it. <laughs>
1: Definitely the snack master. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: yeah.
1: Right on. So, you uh, do- you have, I'm going to talk about your cars a little bit more. So besides the Lexus, you have, is it a Nova, the classic?
2: Yeah, I have a 74 Nova and that uh, 91 Comanche Jeep.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, so the Lexus is badass, but the Comanche is also built. Right? Yes. It's the truck, right? Yeah, the truck. Yeah.
0: I've, I've wanted one of those ever since I saw the movie Twister. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Dude, my Comanche is, out of all the cars, the Comanche is my favorite. The one That's the one I would save in a fire. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah
2: yes, okay yeah the thing with the, Com- the comanche i got it i actually it's funny because the comanche is actually how i know about you guys because um jacob the yeah. socal um it, comanche yeah. was his oh, oh right. yeah so the comanche was his i bought it from him two years ago about two years ago and it was i mean it was not at all how it is now, but it was the perfect truck. I love white trucks. So I saw that and he had it up for like a year. And I, I messaged him and I was like, I want this Comanche. And I showed up to see him and I was in the Lexus and it was like a meant to be type of thing. Oh yeah. And um, I bought the truck and it was, it was no problem. The clutch went out. And once the clutch went out, I didn't drive it for a while. And then I got it back and Learning how to climb in a manual is hard, very hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially I an learned, old manual, no yeah. hill assist. Yeah,
2: nothing. E-brake. There's nothing. Yeah, I don't even have an e-brake. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm doing all this without an e-brake. Like it's, just it's clutch
1: it's... and hold and hope it's hope it holds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That
2: poor clutch. But it's uh, <laughs> it's fun and now. Compared to when I bought it, the Jeep has, it's a long arm, 6.5 inch Rusty's lift, which is like, um, huge. <laughs> and it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, the bed is here on me. Just the bed, not the cab, but the Dang.
1: bed. You want to, what, 37s on it then? Six and a
2: half? Uh, or? 35s, because, 35s, okay. I mean, in Stop. the back I have a Dana 44, but the re- the front is only a Dana 30. So oh, okay. until yeah. that thirty explodes, I'm gonna run thirty fives, and then I'll probably do something else. But and I need a knee break and to get a little bit better with crawling up things with a cl- with a manual. Because even as much of experience that I have, I have so much room for improvement that it's like it, I need to learn more before I upgrade anything. And I don't really want to touch that Dana thirty until it explodes because I don't have the money for that. So. <laughs> For what I want yet, because I don't want to just replace a thirty with a thirty.
1: I know? learned to drive a stick off road way back in the day, and I have not done it in years. I would be terrible at it now. That is hard.
2: It's hard. It's very hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I burn the clutch out of the cross oh, yeah. track all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. yeah. You,
1: so, yeah. Uh, well, I applaud you. Thank <laughs> that you. thing is built and badass. I love seeing it. Thank I you. love Commandos in general. They're just cool. So, which which one is your daily driver?
0: Like, what are you driving yeah. the most?
2: The Lexus.
0: The Lexus? Yeah, yeah, the
2: Lexus is... Well, it was the Nova for a while. And then when it got to be like 80 degrees plus outside every single day and sunny, then I went the to Lexus the... Like, yeah, the uh, Lexus has air conditioning. the Lexus air conditioning. So it's, it's my luxury car still. It still is a luxury yeah. car. I just go through like KO2s, f- like a set each year, but that's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, with the welded diff, it, they're just dead. But it's a great daily. <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think we should start a GoFundMe for a uh, limited slip wave track or something for that. <laughs> yeah. Save her Absolutely. Somebody, <laughs> somebody an will make An, an airlocker. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've gone
2: through like three KO2s in the past two past year. Yeah, i go
1: through a year but it's because of mileage not because of well the diff it's just
2: because turner turns now yeah. <laughs> it's going around turns yeah, yeah, it's great going to starbucks goodbye
0: yeah <laughs> not hard to find that ch- that car in the parking lot so i mean with this i mean what did you have to do to put suspension on that car like i mean did you did you find a package or did you fabricate it but yourself the lexus yes.
2: yeah uh Kind of like I said, it was all trial and error. So for a long time, I was running the stock shocks. That, um, Well, stock everything except strut spacers on the top of the shock okay. mount. For a while, I had that. And then I would just go through shocks every three months because <laughs> it would just I would get some cheap master pros from like O'Reilly's and just warranty them out for free yeah. every three months. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind you, of you my. Work
0: at O'Reilly's, right? Or I, you, used you're, you're yeah. used okay. I used All to. You used to. I used
2: to, I used to manage a, well, assistant manager store.
0: Okay. So,
2: it was <laughs> you know,
0: these broke I, I don't know how <laughs>
2: That's me. yeah i mean i could just like sign in
0: good. <laughs> Warranty
2: them for myself right
0: exactly. but
2: <laughs> i learned the tricks of the trade but um That's after you. doing that so many times i was you know it was just so much labor that it turned into like a hassle and then i i actually reached out to flat out suspension which is now one of our sponsors and they they make custom like um, rally suspension, but they also make like a lot of Subaru stuff. So. They're, they're a great company, but no,
0: yeah, it's, it's in the cart at home. I have, a, I have a brand new wilderness and I've been looking at their suspension. And like, <laughs> it's a hefty price, but everybody loves that suspension.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. flat out. Yeah. I have yeah. had no problems. I have had no problems. They, I mean, besides when I broke their coil over in half, but then they replaced it in like a day. It was in the mail the oh. next day. Um, And that was totally my fault. It wasn't their part that broke it was my shock mount that broke and then well bent and then it broke the coil over at the eyelet at the bottom so it wasn't their fault it's
0: lexus's fault i mean (laughs) it comes down to lexus's problem i mean it's driver
2: error
0: i'll tell you so yeah
2: (laughs) so but they're great and then i had once you know once you beef up one thing and then shock mount was the next thing to go and then lower control arms i would have to that was another thing that was just bending they weren't breaking but they were bending so like i would buy it and it'd be straight and then after two like two outings they would be like bananas and my yeah. i would be driving home with my tires like this trying yeah. to get home like figure out what what went wrong you know and then i had those tubed actually so those are their stock geometry but they're um they're just tubed so they're a lot stronger and i haven't had any problems with them When it comes to the upper control arm, I have not touched those. I haven't had a problem with them, but I am having um, one of my one of the shops that I'm working with. He's making like, uh, what is it, Uniball and Heim joint upper tubed arms. Yeah, because they don't necessarily need to be crazy, but they need to. The ball joints on them are. They go quick. That was another thing that I was replacing at O'Reilly's. And now that I can't replace it, I need to beef them up. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they'll squeak, but they'll hold up. That's for sure. I did that on my Land Cruiser, which is a little bit more built for that. But
2: Yeah, squeaking. I can deal with the squeaking. Love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have you done any, anything inside? I mean, you know,
0: upgraded seatbelts or anything like that? I mean, just in case something happens? Or have you just kept the luxury interior?
2: So the inside, I have a half cage in the back and I have a spare mounted to... In the Lexus, it's cool because the rear seats, you can take out the rear seats and the gas tank's right behind the rear seats. So they're, it's not underneath the car. So, I put my spare tire right there and the cage that was built around it, I can still roll it out from the side. Um, um, the cage I I'm very into color coordinating, so I've matched the cage with the red on the stripes. So, that's kind of you. my that's kind of my thing. And then um, the front Because what you're doing yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you
0: know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just I hate when yeah. But for the front, I have Hunsaker seats which are they kind of look like PRP knockoffs, but they're, uh, they're the same color as the door, like the door cards. So the same like beige that, le- that Lexus had from factory and they're leather, or maybe they're not leather, but they're almost leather. They look like they look leather. leather. Yeah. They, they look nice. They look nice. <laughs> they get hot in the sun. They're, I consider them leather, but those, and then I have uh, pro armor harnesses. So I just need a helmet. Really? <laughs> For the <my laughs> interior? Because that's, that's my next um, purchase. Because I want to do like a rally. Well, there's autocross that I want to do. But a lot of them have like some crazy like safety requirements that, I mean like fire suppressants. All that stuff that I am just, that is out of my league right now. But there are some rallies that are smaller that you can, as long as you have a cage and a helmet, you can go. Which I really want to yes. do.
1: Short rally cross should be fine. Yeah. yeah,
2: so that's the plan for the future. Probably next year.
1: Dang, that is—that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's not—it's not just <laughs> you know, big tires, suspension, and some you know, no. wide body fenders. Your
0: mu- your neighbors must think you're the coolest person on the block. Yeah, th- th- those three cars sitting out there.
1: Yeah,
2: something like that. They don't—they don't, go, like- they don't okay. complain. I mean, I—I I, I think yeah. they're okay with it.
1: <laughs> How yeah. How often do you get approached about your car?
2: Oh, every day. Every day. There's at least one person that pulls up next to me and they're like, nice car. But I'm just <laughs> trying to like enjoy my, but I enjoy time like alone in my car and then I look over. Sometimes I try not to look over. Because <laughs> sometimes it's like, I, did you just see me singing? Like, don't look at me, <laughs> you know? But um, it's fun. I don't. I don't She's have a big tint. Her
1: own success here. Yeah. yeah there, there's there's no tint it? on
2: my windows, so everybody can just see fish everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fish bowling. Yeah, it's good. Super fish New spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us more about you, though. I mean, beyond the cars, we like to get to know our guests as, as who they are. I mean, uh, where are you from? And uh, tell us about life. What do you do for a living? All what do you stuff. want to be when you grow yeah, up? What do you want to be like when that. you grow oh, up? Okay, yeah. so it's yeah. <laughs> probably like one of
2: the hardest questions for me, actually. Um, yeah. So I'm from Los Angeles. I have been from Los Angeles my whole life. My whole life. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's expensive, but it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. When it comes to my work right now, I actually work at a private shop. So I work. Um, it's only me and my boss, and it's strictly 30s through 60s cars only. So it's cool. I would never want to work at a dealership working on new cars ever. <laughs> um, yeah. After seeing I've one time I had to work on his car, my boss's car, and it was just like there are so many clips. Why are there so many <laughs> clips? Like, <laughs>
0: And why do they break squeezes? <laughs> yeah. yeah and it sure. costs $4 to replace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: It's not fun. But um, so that job is a lot of fun. I mean, it's, I get to learn about the basics of cars really, which is pretty much what I know. Like if you were to ask me some new, new car question, I wouldn't be able to help you, but I can, I could tell you all about some like <laughs> 40s. 40s car that nobody knows anything about and I'll be like oh yeah their brake drum you need a certain f- spring for their blah, blah, blah. like their e-brake is stupid it's all like it's it's a very weird knowledge that I have now because I've worked there but um other than that I work as an artist assistant actually too okay. so I have two jobs that um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Sage Vaughn, but he does a lot of, like, artwork in L.A. He does a lot of butterflies and birds and stuff like that. So, I help I him with... Think I know who
1: that sounds is. Sounds familiar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what does an artist's assistant do? Like so, what, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of mechanics. Um, oh, okay. I, I literally cut out pieces of rice paper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, You're but it's like relaxing
1: yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. This game. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Those looky you could do that at Hobby Lobby. Totally. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. That's really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've so, definitely yeah. seen his work, a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what do you enjoy outside of cars then? Are you do you are you an artist yourself? Or is that you know uh, what are your other hobbies?
2: I used to do some art. I used to dabble a little bit, but <laughs> Um, a <laughs> but when it comes to like outside of cars, I'm really like, I would say my second thing would be animals. I love animals. Okay. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, my whole life is very car centric, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's not a bad thing at yeah. all. It's an addiction. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. is. It's,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, none of our teachers <laughs> can relate at all. So ever since learning how judging. to
2: drive, it's just like, okay, <laughs> this is it. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs>
1: What are you doing when you're not working on your car?
0: Working on somebody <laughs> else's car? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that's kind
2: of like, because even yeah. though it's car-centric, I've kind of, it's not the one style of car-centric. So, like, I have other interests, but I kind of put a car into them. So, like, the Nova classic cars, Jeep, Rock Crawler, and Lexus is more so, like, desert running. So, I love camping. I love doing all that, but I've learned how to put a car into whatever i like if that makes sense
0: (laughs) yep yeah it totally
1: makes sense actually
0: have you gotten into i mean i mean obviously with the desert like more overlanding stuff i mean that's because i feel like that's getting bigger and bigger as far as people well driving around town with fuel tanks strapped to themselves but yeah (laughs) so it's it's
2: nuts i mean so many people are now ready for the end of the world but for like, if it was only for a week and then they have to, you know, figure out where the next Starbucks is, you know, but, um,
0: Do you know how many times I've had that conversation where <laughs> yeah. I look at somebody's overland build? And I'm like, Hey, that's cool. ARB thing. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, I was like, have you had it out? No, no I just put it on there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's a nice refrigerator. It's not plugged in. That's going to use, that's going to work great. You know, it's funny. <laughs> you know how many times we used the traction boards on the Land Cruiser? Yeah. Like every time we went out, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I used them. We went through them. I mean, every single time we We're went really out.
0: We're really good at finding people that are stuck.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I got a brand new set on the Raptor and I put a rack on it. They're mounted up there nicely. Never had them off once. Been to Moab, been up in the snow, buried the thing up to the bumpers. Never used it once. I just air down and then, like, hit, you know, unstuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, everything was manual on the Land Cruiser. The Raptor is just, like, just hit the button. It'll figure it out. Just get off the throttle, hit cruise, off-road, and it'll just drive. It's really weird.
0: Yep. All these new cars have that.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: I've never used my traction mats on my car. Yeah. It's always on, like, I mean, two weekends ago when we we took the Subaru Mm -hmm. up, and I pulled out a big Dodge Ram, the guy that decided... (laughs) He was, really he was really pissed when I drove by him, too. I was like, <laughs> I know how to do this. Like
1: <laughs> so. What do you mean, air down? <laughs> it's like, oh, do you have traction mats?
0: Oh, no, I'm not going to take the floor mats out of my car. Not what I said.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's funny.
2: Yeah, there's right, so. overlanding is a very big thing right now, I feel like. And it, it's cool, but it's also, it's more to get to a campsite than it is to go off-roading, is what I've seen. It's like,
1: yeah. they
2: don't. They might take a dirt road, but they don't take a dirt road <laughs> to get to wherever they need to get to. It's like we take day trips, whereas they would go camping, camping, you know? So mm-hmm. and it's not really camping. It's just get on top of your car, look at the stars, and drink coffee. But it's cool.
1: And you your into your inverter in the back of your car. Yeah. They go down the mountain. She goes over the mountain. Yeah, It's exactly. pretty simple. Yeah. Well, in California, too, I mean, I've done... Not a lot of off-roading out there. I've done some exploring down there, I should say. And there's not a lot of there's off-roading, but there's not a lot of actual like you're talking about real overlanding where you really have to go off-road to get to a campsite anymore. A lot of those places have either been blocked off or they are limited to day use. So like to get out way out there and like really go off-road and camp, you kind of got to do it actually technically, illegally. And there's still some out there, don't get me wrong. But like if you go up into canada or montana wyoming utah idaho there are places a few places in washington but even like like in idaho like hey go four days that way oh yeah nobody will find you but there's camping out there just tell the ranger when you're coming back and that's kind of how it works so this yeah anyway
2: yeah i love the i love the overland like the actual safari overlanding that stuff is badass yeah. That stuff is, you go through, like, the rivers, and you go, you actually, like, oh, that stuff, I can, I'm, that stuff is great, but when it comes to just, like, oh, we're going up the LA crest to turn off on a road, it's, uh, I, I think the, like, the, pe- like, people, I mean, that's a great hobby, and I respect the people mm-hmm. that do it, it's great, it's just, they, they, I think it comes to the point of they spent so much money on a car that they don't want to take those harder lines or harder trips because they don't want to damage anything, which I understand. I mean, if I spent that much money on a car, I would I would want to not. am we talking about somebody here never mind
0: (laughs) you know what i mean how dare you no
2: (laughs) like no disrespect to like overlanders at all it's just i i see it you know it's it's the money spent on added additions or add-ons that you don't you know you don't want to ruin your car. Or the money. I'm
0: cringy on my car until I get the first trail stripe, and then I really don't give a shit. Anymore. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's funny, the <laughs> Land
1: Cruiser. I had a 99 Land Cruiser 33s lifted. The, all the works. And that thing, because I bought it with 175,000 miles on it, out of Florida with a mismatched paint door, and it, it like, I literally would be like, mm, maybe it'll fit throttle. And I didn't care, because it was like, it, trail stripes were like day two. I, who gives a crap? Like, I it had sliders on it. It was built to just in a bumper. Like it was built to just bash through stuff until it couldn't then back up and keep going. And it did it really well. But now that I have the Raptor, a totally different purpose. And I miss the Land Cruiser all the time. I tell everybody, it's definitely the car I miss the most or the off-road vehicle I miss the most. Miss we the, know where it is. Yeah, we know where it is. I know who the owner is. I told him to sell it back to me. Yeah. But it, you know, it's two different things. So now I'm like, damn it, I just need more now because I need the Land Cruiser and the Raptor because the Raptor is super fun for road trips and like, Uh, big open spaces but i come to a trail and i'm like it's not going to fit period for one and two i don't want to mess it up i literally like that truck
2: (laughs) yeah it it turns into stress more stress than fun i think
1: yeah exactly what's the next
0: project i mean obviously you have projects you're working on but we we, as car people we are there's always (laughs) something in the eye like you know
2: yeah (laughs) so um i have a weird habit of getting an engine before i get a car um, so that's what happened Even with the Nova. The,
0: the, engine, they that, so <laughs> the right? Nova,
2: yeah. I had the engine before I got the car, but, um, okay. I have a 383 stroker downstairs that I actually really want to find, like, either, I don't know if I want to go the route of like an old Camaro or if I want to f- go the route of finding some like old Chevy truck almost no matter what it is, like, even on Apache or something would be cool, like a C10 or something that can be in, like, really bad condition, don't really care about the condition, because I'm going to take everything off and make it off-road anyway, but at the same time, I've seen, like, I know the problems that you go through when you go off-road, and to take something like that is, like, crazy, because, I mean, anything can go wrong. It's an old car, and, it's a lot of fabrication when it comes to, like, making an old car off go off-road. Like, yeah. actually off-road. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards the Camaro idea more so. But the engine's there, so I just have to figure out what comes up. It's really what comes up on offer up first. <laughs> <laughs> but even... <That> <laughs> it, really, it really is whoever... Whatever has a better price first. But... Because that's... With the Nova, is like... I had that engine. I've had that engine for years, and I had it in a Volvo. And then I took it out of the Volvo because it's a weird bare tone chop top. It was cool Volvo, but it was a seventy. No, yeah, seventy eight, which I had to smog. So I was like, or I can just like not deal with that and then put it, put it into <laughs> just get a Nova, and then I this was all in like a night's decision of going on offer up and messaging like. 10 people that were selling a Nova. Hey, you know, what are you doing with this? And then I went and I got the Nova like two days later after that decision. And then put the engine in, in the, in my yard over here. And I was putting
1: the photo up. Yeah. Here. So it did not I'm look like that from the
2: beginning. It was blue and the wheels were really horrible. And the hood wasn't like, it was, it was a bunch of stuff. The only thing that it came did with. Did it come
0: with the foxtail? No, I got the foxtail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey man it's a work in progress i'm, but,
0: not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm asking you know, I did i think that's, that's something that might have come with the car yeah the
2: foxtail is actually apparently what i've been told in the like lowrider scene a foxtail means that it's a work in progress which is oh yeah which I is thought. why i said that because i did not know that and then once i learned that i was like well i have a foxtail because that's a very much a work in progress but the- Who doesn't have one of those? Just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just I got it from the Renaissance Fair when I was like twelve. But
0: <laughs> right, That's you awesome. ordered that on Etsy, and No, no,
2: no. <laughs> ask my dad. He bought it for <laughs> me when I was twelve.
1: <laughs> um, I like. I don't, know if, I don't know if the listeners can see or the viewers can see it. There's, I like that. There's, uh, you're wearing overalls and there's grease on your arms and yeah. your hands in this photo too.
2: Yeah, Authentic. my little safety glasses. <laughs> I just got off work when I took that, but um. Nice. The thing with the only thing that was nice on that Nova when I got it was the interior. Somebody cared about that car sometime along the way, and the interior was like completely redone. So that's nice, cause that's all. I didn't care about anything else. So it was like the interior is yeah. done, and I have an engine. What else is there? I mean, floor mats on top of the holes on the floor, and that's it, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but floors is the next thing.
0: Uh, We learned from Fast and the Furious that the that the floor pans can fall out while during a race. You got to be careful. Danger manifold.
2: Yeah, you just run, right? Yeah, I seen
1: better. Yeah, flintstone it, flintstone it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I've seen. I've. That's the next thing. But still learning how to weld. So (laughs) because I'm, I want to do it. I don't want somebody else to do it.
1: Just screw down some plywood. Call it good. It's
2: kind of the other idea.
0: If it fails, you know exactly who did it and why it happened, and, and you can try to fix it yourself. I mean yep and getting into, you know and pretty soon there there will be a welder strapped in the back of the lexus going off-road so if it breaks, you can weld it back together yeah chase so.
2: chase sedan not a chase
0: truck yeah <laughs> i just i just want to hear that over the radio once like uh we need to pull over so the lexus sedan can go by like
1: off-road <laughs> <laughs> how cool would that be yeah do you guys do you know the guys from a uh, snail trail off-road the toyota guys no uh, it's they're local to you guys, and they are, they are connected with the uh, Morflate guys. You, you, have you seen a Morflate before?
2: No. So it's
1: uh, for air up, air down. It connects to all four of your tires at once, Ooh. and you can air down. Just hook it up to a compressor, air up all at once, air down all the at drain. once. Well, they're yeah, they're California guys. They're not far from you. They run. Uh, yeah, anyway, check those no, out. So guys.
0: It's it we run them and I love it. Yeah. It's it's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. we all have them. They're fantastic. Yeah. And I use
0: it more for equalizing the tire yeah, pressures me too. like during during the summer, so yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh check those guys out. They're local to you. I know they do a lot of off-roading in your area and uh yeah, with your car, they would love to have you along and there if you ever want some people to go with. I know those guys a little bit and they're
2: Yeah. Cool. I actually that's so. funny because I've been looking into that for the Jeep. So that would be, I mean, that, because I air up myself and I air up like three other people <laughs> usually. Yep. So it's like, I have a compressor that's like the dual motor because I got tired of waiting for it to cool down, you know? <laughs> so, same here. Yeah.
1: We understand. <laughs> All too well. Yeah, I've got that's I splurged on the ARB twin scroll in the case with the tank and I was like, Man, this is a lot, but I'm so glad I did. Yeah. But the downside is the minute you
0: pull up and you start airing down, like I did on the Subaru, and people are like, Oh, I forgot mine, can you air me up? And then it just you n- yeah. never leave. So Yep. Yeah. No, get your own air. I
2: want to go home. <laughs> We're done for the day. <laughs> I wanna go
0: home. I don't your lack of preparation doesn't mean I don't get to eat dinner. Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
1: That's important. So, what's the next mod on the block? Three different cars, all modded, all projects. I put supercharger on something.
2: The Lexus would need supercharging, but that's like collecting parts over time, which I haven't even started because huh? there are kits, but the kits are like at least two thousand to three thousand. Whereas, if you just collect over time, you kind of, I from what I can tell, the Supercharger is off of some kind of tundra, is what I was told. Yeah. but I, I don't know if that's is, true. Is,
1: is it the four point seven V eight in that? No,
2: I probably yeah the two UZ
1: in your car. Oh, yeah. mine is the one UZ. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but so. there
2: should be. I think it's off of a tundra that the supercharger would be off of, but I don't know for sure. That's just something I was told a long time ago, <laughs> but.
0: I'm not good at collecting things over time where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll collect the parts. And then I just my cart's full and I order everything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I think you're right, because I think it's the same motor that was in my cruiser. And I think and I remember that was where the Tundra supercharger came from. I could be wrong, but I yeah. think I recall that when I was looking for the same thing, because that thing was slow as molasses uphill in the winter. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I don't know how you afford gas. You must not have to drive very far. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, thankfully, no. <laughs> no, I don't have to <laughs> drive that far.
0: It's just downhill one way. It's fine. <laughs> just coast. All of her cars are heavy. It get you there fast.
1: So, yeah. yeah no kidding.
2: Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> well, well, the, the Jeep is actually the best on gas. But it's also a manual. But it's, And it's regeared. geared So... All those things, but the Lexus and the the Lexus and the Nova are like neck and neck. It's stupid, but it's only if I run the AC. If I don't run the AC, it's okay. <laughs>
1: I'll just sweat. It's
0: fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then with the window tinting, I'm sure it doesn't make it hot in there at all. Not in LA. way. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Right on. Well, you should come up to the Pacific Northwest because yeah. we have tons of off roading, tons of off road events, and uh, tons of women for you to off road with. Or you're welcome with us anytime, as usual. So
2: well, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. we really appreciate you taking the time i know it took us a little bit to get this together but uh thanks for doing this um we're looking forward to really watching the uh the la avance really take off california avance and and, and you were the first one that he messaged us about he's like you need to have her on this show i mean the car is
1: amazing and so well,
2: thank
0: you yeah we appreciate it. yeah
1: yeah and uh you need to grow your youtube channel i, I like oh, your I youtube know. stuff <laughs> you were talking about it today on instagram and i was like yeah post more videos yeah i need <laughs> to see- reaction.
2: It's I'm I'm always so awkward when I'm actually like recording myself. It's I, I don't know I don't know how people can do it so naturally. I guess it's just practice, which I was actually I did get into it for a little bit and then I kind of fell out of it. And then since falling out of it, it's like I don't know what to do with my face or my hands or, or anything like the nova the nova I think was the last video that was actually like, talking to the camera, but that was over, like, a good maybe four months of, like, this is what we're doing today, blah, 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 and then do it, and then that's it, and then it would be add that on, and add that on. It wasn't, like, a whole video, but the next video for the YouTube is going to definitely be putting on those fancy upper arms on the Lexus, and then test driving it. Sweet. Yeah, so I need more, amazing. need more stuff on that car, because that car, nobody knows what, what's under it,
1: a walkthrough video i mean don't cater to me but this is like when i was like i was like man I, I wish i could like just like see a walkthrough of everything you've done because it's like tons of great pictures don't get me wrong and thank you for the ones you sent me i'll post those on the show notes Every our listeners viewers if you go to the avance podcast uh, page and look at our the page for this episode you will see the photos that you sent me you can see all of her vehicles they're great high resolution photos and you will be impressed cool <laughs> Uh, what's your YouTube link or your Instagram link? Uh, links you want to share?
2: Instagram is my name, Natasha Adams with two D's, so N A T A S H A D D A M S,
1: like the Adams family.
2: Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the YouTube is the link is Natasha's cars.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. And that's
2: it. I haven't. It's not very creative, but it's very straight to the point.
1: <laughs> well, I'll post those links uh, for people to check it out. Cool. So thank I, you. Yeah. And, uh, follow her Instagram, check out uh, Hardline Ladies on Instagram as well if you guys want to see some good footage. Ladies, listeners, I know we have a lot of you, please check this out. This is another way for you to get engaged. There's lots of people uh, with like-minded individuals. You're not alone in this listen us no dudes talking about. And it. another
0: reminder, <laughs> if you're out there wheeling or you want to go wheeling and in- invite the girls, they want to go. Yeah. So, yes,
2: invite them and teach them. And if they can't okay. do anything, exactly. just just don't force them, but tell them that they can. You know, sometimes all you have to tell somebody is like. You can do it and they'll do it. <laughs> That's what I've learned.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Excellent. Well, for this episode of the Avance podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there, enjoy the drive.